Hey queens, today's episode is sponsored by Queen's Discussion. I want to give a shout out to my up and coming bath bomb business that I will be launching before the end of this month. If you would like to follow up on it, you can download Etsy and follow it at QT Bombs. That is capital Q T B O M Z. I don't have. I don't have any pictures up yet, but by the time this ad is up and running, there will be obviously be pictures and prices. I will be doing international shipping, but I will adjust the prices from US dollar to international so the prices are the same both ways. Shipping, tax, everything. Um, if you would like to be a guest on the show at some point, please email us at queensdiscussion at gmail.com or DM us at queensdiscussion on our Instagram if you have any topics you would like us to discuss. We would love to hear from you. If you would like to donate to either me or Jazzy J for the podcast, we would also accept your donations if you just email us or, you know message us on instagram of course and tell us how you want to donate to us when we'll get it done um i love all you guys we love you guys and thank you for supporting us and enjoy the show It's just going to be me today because Jazzy J is taking a mental health day and I realized that we haven't recorded anything this week so I decided to make a quick episode for Sunday because I know you guys missed us but you know we're stuck inside we don't really remember what day it is. I don't remember what day it is. I don't even know what time it is, and I'm looking at my phone. But I found six good topics to discuss today, and then I'm going to talk about my bath bomb business that I'm starting. So first on the list is Starbucks is closing down 400 stores in Canada and in the USA. And the only thing I have to say about that is good riddance. If you don't know, Starbucks has banned their employees for wearing Black Lives Matter masks, and they've been fired if they do show up to work with those masks. So a lot of people have just been going to Starbucks, ordering coffee with their name as Black Lives Matter, forcing them to say it. But most people refuse to say it. And then this whole thing thing just starts and it gets crazy. But the reason that they are closing those stores is because they want to start a to-go franchise. So if you've ever been to Sonics or Checkers, they basically want to do that, but with coffee. And that can go wrong. 
because you have to think about how early some people get up to go to Starbucks for a coffee. Then you have to think about the people that have to make that coffee and how long the lines are going to be and how angry people are going to be when all those slots are filled up with cars and they can't get in those slots. It's going to be a whole mess. And honestly, I don't really care for Starbucks that way, but it's the only coffee that my body will just digest because I don't know what Dunkin' Donuts puts in their coffee, but it gives me the runs and I guess I just have to sort out coffee forever because I'm no good at making coffee myself. So it would be pointless for me to have coffee for anybody. But um, Starbucks said its new pickup stores will better serve on-the-go customers while limiting crowd sizes in its cafes. Our vision is that each large city in the U.S. will ultimately have a mix of traditional Starbucks cafes and Starbucks pickup locations. The company said in the email, Starbucks also said Wednesday it estimates it earned $3.2 billion less in revenue in its third quarter year over year. In an investor call Wednesday morning, Starbucks confirmed it has reopened 95% of its U.S. stores after closing them in March to comply with social distancing. The company, the company's same store sales plummeted 43% in May compared with the same month last year. But that makes sense. Nobody's trying to come out of their house for some coffee. I'm guilty. I've only gone to Starbucks maybe three times for some coffee, but that's only because my boyfriend wants coffee. So it has nothing to do with... It has nothing to do with them losing money. It's just they don't know how to comply with the pandemic and how things are going. They felt like it was going to be a... Honestly, I feel like they felt like it was going to be like, oh, we're going to open, everyone's going to be rushing to get in to get some coffee, but no. No one's been really trying to get coffee like that. If anything, people are more concerned about getting meats, vegetables. I know I've seen a lot of people in Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, like everyone's just trying to get food. They don't really care about coffee. And I think COVID has basically shown that a lot of people really don't give a fuck about coffee like that. There's just no need for it. You can make coffee at home, but I notice a lot of people don't know how to make frappes and stuff, but it's like, you just put ice in a blender with some coffee and call it a day. That's all, that's all a frappe is. Let me apologize in advance if my words get tongue-tied and I sound nervous. It's because I am. I'm not used to doing this with myself, but we're gonna get through it together. We got this, I got this. Our next topic is about B. Simone. Now, I think B. Simone is a comedian, but I don't find her funny, but other people do. So I just found this interesting. So basically, B. Simone is getting dragged for two different things. She went on a rant early last week about how she refuses to date a guy with a nine to five job and just wants somebody that just has a business. So she's basically dissing men that work at a, a legit business and 
You don't think people that own their own businesses don't work nine to five for the start out of them opening their business? That's very idiotic behavior. And someone called her out saying, I remember when you used to work nine to five and ask me what my order was. Like, you can't diss somebody that was in a position that you used to be in because you assume that you're of higher standards now. She basically wants a rapper or an actor, but all those things require work. They won't work nine to five, no, but they'll work longer hours if need be. And now she's getting dragged for plagiarizing a manifestation book. Now I looked at this book and if you remember the Scholastic book fairs and they had those Coke versus Pepsi books that girls would buy and fill in like, who is your crush? Write down all these names and all this other random shit. That's basically what the book is. It's a bunch of that. But that's not why she's getting dragged. She's getting dragged because she plagiarized the entire book. Somebody found out about this book, they looked through it, and the creator of those pages that she took literally said, how are you going to take what I made on Pinterest but not even change the designs? Now, I've looked at everything. She didn't change anything. She kept the same colors, the same patterns, the same word fronts, like she kept everything and just published them into a book. And she tried to put the blame on her publicist. Your publicist has nothing to do with anything. You wanted to write a book. You said, I am going to submit these pages to my publisher. The publisher looked through it. The publisher probably doesn't even know what Pinterest is or probably doesn't get on Pinterest. So of course they weren't going to call you out on it and they just published it. And you're upset because you're getting sued for this. Obviously, or honestly, if you're buying a manifestation book, something is completely wrong with you. I'm gonna give you the secret to manifestation. Speaking it into existence. Let's say you wanna win the lottery. Let's all sit here and repeat after me. I will win the lottery. Say that five times. That's basically what manifestation is. Now, there's no guarantee that you will win the lottery, but you have a good percentage chance. You got like, you got a small 30, 20%. Or let's say you want a promotion. You know you've been doing good and you know you've put forth the word. You're going to speak it into existence or if you haven't been doing good, the other part of manifestation is putting forth the work to get that promotion. You don't need to pay $30 for a book on manifestation. And there are free Facebook manifestation groups that you can join. You do not need to pay for a book. That is a whole scam. And I think a lot of people are mainly mad because they spent money on this book when it's just, you're basically filling in everything yourself. There are no words in this book that have nothing. There are no words in this book that don't ask you to write stuff down. She basically just sold you a diary for $30. You can go get a diary at Dollar Tree for a dollar. I'm just saying. Next topic. Today or this month is Gay Pride month and I want to recognize our all of our LBGTQA plus listeners you are loved we all love you 
and yesterday Twitter went on a rant a lot of people were upset because they saw Spongebob posted by Nickelodeon confirming that Spongebob is quote unquote gay he's asexual and I had somebody saying that this is wrong it doesn't go with religion or science blah 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 and I was like you know Amish communities exist no one is forcing your kid to watch these TV shows. When you choose not to babysit or watch your kid and plop them in front of the TV, they're going to watch SpongeBob. There are not enough kid network networks on TV for them to not see SpongeBob. What are you gonna do? Isolate them from TV? Disney had some gay characters. Our old Nickelodeon shows all had some LBGTQ characters. Let's not forget Fairly Odd Parents. There was that um, one fairy. I can't remember his name. He was gay. No one talks about that or nobody can see that. There was a gay character in Jimmy Neutron. There is a gay character in um, Ren and Stimpy. Just a bunch of cartoons that had gay characters but because you point them out people want to cancel shows and everything you don't have to do all of that i'm pretty sure mr noodles from sesame street was gay i'm pretty positive he was it doesn't sesame street support lbgtq rights so why isn't everyone canceling sesame street oh is that because that's the biggest network for kids on right now besides spongebob my whole thought about this is fuck science i don't care if science disagrees with people loving who they want to love people in science usually are unhappy that's just a fact i'm studying psychology that's a form of science i've been depressed maybe 20 percent of the freaking time so you can't really trust that and i hate when people try to bash people for loving who they want to love and then when you prove them wrong they have nothing else to say so i told this person you can live in an amish community you can cancel your cable subscription you can stop using netflix hulu you can just read books for the rest of your life but there is nothing you can do that will shield your child from knowing what gay knowing what the lbgtq community is they're everywhere even the people in your family that you assume aren't usually are there are people that we went to school with that were never admitted but you find out later on that they are and yeah they lose some family members and friends but that doesn't matter and that's the issue with a bunch of parents parents that are like that that say stuff about science you are the reason some of these kids cannot come up to you and speak to you about these things because you just throw a Bible in their face. It's really sickening. And I hope all of you that did come out, I hope all of you kept at least some of your family members. If not, hit me up. I would love to hear your story. Maybe we can discuss it. You can be one of our guests. That would be fun next topic I wanted to talk about the 6ix9ine and Nikki trolls video but 
there are two issues. One, I didn't really even listen to the entire song. And two, I don't necessarily like the new Nikki, so I don't want to sound biased. So I will skip that topic and maybe I will do it with Jazz then next week. Um, let's discuss the Confederate flag being banned by NASCAR and the Marines. I just want to say I am so happy that we're making progress and I don't want to hear any, no, there's no progress because stuff is still going wrong. Chill. This is progress. This is big progress. The Confederate flag has been the main symbol of NASCAR and for them to ban the flag is major. So I want to discuss why this is an important thing. Let me pull this up on my phone because there's a name of one of the racers I want to mention, but honestly, he's not even well known. No one knows who this dude is. No one. Well, let's start with this. Bubba Wallace, who is a black NASCAR driver, he brought it to the intentions because he actually protested on one of his race days wearing a Black Lives Matters mask and shirt. And he was just, he was, he wasn't really saluting for the Pledge of Allegiance like they always do. He was just standing there with the mask and the camera was on him. So because of that, NASCAR banned the Confederate flag. And there was one racer who was so angry that he basically just said, I'm going to retire because you're banning a flag that speaks for my religion. Okay, his name is Ray... I'm not even going to attempt his last name. I'll spell it. C-I-C-C-A-R-E-L-L-I. He basically said he's quitting NASCAR because of the Confederate flag ban. And he keeps saying it over and over like he's important. But when you look at his stats, he's had over 52 races. He hasn't won a single one of those races. I don't even know if he has fans. I feel like he's doing this for clout, but no one's going to miss this dude since he quit. I feel like he's one of the first people out of the race. Like, you know how they go around in circles, he just runs out into the grass. That's him. Like, how do you have a zero percentage win to lose ratio? Like, have you done anything? Do you even race or do you just have a deal with them and you don't have a car? Cause I'm confused. There's no reason why you should not be, there's no reason why you should not have at least a 50% win to lose ratio. So no one gives a fuck about this dude. No one's gonna miss him. And I had to literally, for all of you, you know, we have a group called Queen's Discussion on Facebook. I had to, I guess, educate some people on the confederate flag because i had one female 
who is indigenous, who literally felt brave enough to say the Confederate flag is not racist. Boy, was she dragged. Like, when I tell you, I have never seen so many members come together, lashing out on one person, making them run away so fast. It warmed my heart. I don't get how you can be indigenous and assume this flag is not racist. Her point was basically, it was a war flag about gaining independence. And I mentioned that, yeah, but they also wanted to keep slavery. So when people say the South will rise again, it's usually linked to owning slaves. And for those of you that don't know, the Confederate flag is a major flag used for white supremacists. That is why the flag is racist. And honestly, it hurts when people will try to find any and every reason to not ban something, knowing it is racist. And when they get proved wrong, they'll just ignore you because it's like, what else can they really say? But truthfully, we should all be happy. A lot of racists have been getting fired from jobs or expelled from schools. Not that it's a thing to be proud of, but it's basically showing them like, hey, you have freedom of speech, but if you say something that makes our company look bad, we have to let you go. The company is going to side with us every single time because they know they don't want any trouble. Because the first time they don't say they're going to fire you, protest. Everything's going to get hurt. Buildings, windows, everything's getting broken down. So they have, especially in this time, especially this year, they have to take a stand. They have to tell you like, hey, we saw what you said, it's been brought to our attention. You can't say that here. You have to go. And I'm not upset about that. I'm really not. And let me apologize again. I know I make sounds when I talk. It's weird, I know. And I'm sorry if this episode is a little short, but I know some of you said that you don't like sitting through an hour-long episodes. But, I mean... That's what happens when you're having fun with your friends. Jasmine's like one of my best friends. And for us to have like three hour to two hour long episodes, that's a blessing. A lot of podcasts, a lot of them hate each other. You never know it, but they hate each other. And it's crazy. Okay, our last topic is gonna be short because it just came out today, really. The San Francisco police officers will be replaced with trained unarmed professionals to respond to calls for help on non-criminal matters involving mental health, the homeless, school discipline, and neighborhood disputes as part of the new wave of police reforms. Los Angeles, Los Angeles Times posted that. And if I could clap without dropping this mic and making a bunch of noise, I would. That is what we need. I can see this going wrong a a lot of ways, but honestly, I get what they're trying to do. No weapons. No deadly weapons. I'm pretty sure they're still going to have, like, 
a taser, but guns and all that other crap, peppers, maybe they'll even have pepper spray, but no guns. Because if you're responding to a homeless person, you should need a gun. You really shouldn't. If you're responding to, let's say there's a kid walking down the street because his parents are arguing, you're gonna bust up in there with a gun? No. You will bust up in there with a little distant taser. So let's say it's like a guy is about to hit his wife or girlfriend or whatever. You're like, hey, don't hit her or we'll have to tase you. He says, fuck you. And then he goes in for a punch and then boom, you tase him. And you can just easily put handcuffs on him and arrest him. So simple. Nobody got hurt. Nobody died. Somebody's going to jail. That's so simple. And I want to go back to what I believe I said last week that I think there should be psych tests for cops and there needs to be like a police academy yes like the movie there needs to be a full-on police academy you need to have a degree to be a police officer you can have a degree for everything else but being a police officer and you need one same with firefighters well no correction firefighters do go through a routine thing they have to do a certain amount of time before they can really get distributed into a room or quote unquote a house so why can't police officers do the same thing why can't they go into intense training firefighters literally go through test buildings where there's smoke and everything police officers don't go to the shooting range and they don't have little setup things of cut out people moving across the stand that's what they need let's picture this police officers at a training camp there's a shooting range but it's for tests you have cutouts of people of color and non-people of color some won't have a weapon or be doing anything wrong and some will now the trick is you only shoot the ones that are pointing a gun at you but you don't shoot them to kill them you will shoot maybe their leg or their ankle even but if you shoot them towards like their heart or anything that could really cause them death you basically fail you have to not be trigger happy when you are being a cop and a lot of cops are retired veterans and that's the issue a lot of them have ptsd they need therapy you, you shouldn't be able to come back from iraq and be like okay i'm gonna be a police officer because i'm used to shooting people anyway and then you get in trouble for doing something that you shouldn't have been doing and then you wonder why people are coming at you on facebook instagram twitter and all this other crap and it's like because you killed someone innocent I don't care what their past was looking out, looking like. We're talking about today. Today you killed somebody innocent. And that's all that matters with me. Now, I wanna end this episode off by saying that 
I have started a bath bomb business. I do not have the link for you guys yet, but I'm just making you aware that if you would like some, please email us at queensdiscussion at gmail.com with suggested scents or colors. I was thinking like maybe I can do a horror theme. Like some people like to imagine they're taking a bath in blood. I'm not that crazy, but you know, if that's what you want, hell, I'll do it for you. If you want hemp, if you want a hemp bath bomb with the smell of mint, I got you. If you want lemon, maple, lime, um, if you want to smell like wood, I don't care. I got you. Just tell me what you want and I'll do it for you. Please make sure to share the podcast amongst your friends. Tell them how funny we are. Tell them how interesting we are. Tell them how soothing our voices are. Make sure you like the podcast on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us a rating, of course. Tell us what we can do better to service you. If you have any topic ideas you would like us to talk about, you can hit us up on our Facebook page at Queen's Discussion, or you can hit hit us up on Instagram, Queen's Discussion as well. If you want to follow our Twitter, it's Queen's Discuss with an I at the end and then one. And yeah, I know this has been a short video, but... I want to let you know that you are loved and happy Pride Month. Oh, and today is Obama Day. Only because we do not celebrate the Cheeto Puffs birthday. So, yeah, today is Obama Day. Everyone stay safe and please, please, please give I don't even know what I'm saying anymore honestly I'm just saying words to make this go on longer (laughs) but no for real um thank you for listening guys I know that we didn't have an episode this week this is to make up for it we will have one or more episodes this upcoming week and yeah can't wait to see you guys next week